Welcome to Struggle Block Radio. On this episode, we talk to Buffalo producer Camouflage Monk. Hope you enjoy. How you doing, man? It's great to have you on the show. Man, can't complain, can't complain, man. You know, uh, it's early morning here. I, I believe it's nighttime there. Yeah, it's it's eleven twenty. Mistaken. Um, no, I'm 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 used to it being I'm used to it being. Uh, you know, it's early in the morning right now. Yeah, man. I I really I'm appreciate now getting getting out of the studio. Oh damn! Um, is that is that your normal work ethic? Like, when when do you prefer to? to be working in the studio? Um, there's no set time, usually mm. when I'm in the studio, but I'm usually at, at, at night is, is when this business is ran, you right. know, like is, is most, is, is, is ran as most at nighttime. So like, yeah. you'll, if you fall asleep at night, you'll, you'll miss a phone call, you'll miss out on something. Right. If you fall asleep, you know, or you sleep too long, you oversleep or something, you know, you'll mess around and miss something. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. You know, everybody work at night in this business. Yeah. Like, like I was just up, uh, like, West Side's in Jamaica. I'm in New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just up at 3 a.m. a couple hours ago just getting him new beats for the new project. Damn, that's Together. exciting, man. Um, it's interesting just hearing about... Uh, sort of your work ethic and, and being able to apply time into music. Uh, I know you've got kids. Um, how does that sort of come into play in terms of um, just making time uh, for the music? Um, I've been doing this all my life, mm-hmm. you know. Since I was 10 years old, you know, I had my own studio. So music pretty much has been my life, you know, evolving my life you know, for quite some time now. Yeah. So, like, I'm very passionate to have an understanding family that gets that, Mm. that understands, like, my passion and what I need to move forward. Yeah. And they're 100% in my corner with that, you know? So I'm able to move. I was able to move a certain way, you know, uh, um, that allowed me to be able to put music first. Yeah a lot of the times throughout my life, you know? So, and which played a big part in my success now because um, while everybody else had to work, you know, I didn't have to work, mm-hmm. you know, or I didn't have to do as much as the, as the average person had to do. I didn't have to, I didn't too much, like I got my years of struggling, figuring it out. I got that out the way because I started off as a rapper. Yeah. You no, know, I started off as a rapper before a producer. I, mean, I didn't become a producer until 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. I was always rapping. So, like, going through the hardships of music and struggling and just trying to figure out life, like, I kind of went through that. Yeah. When it came time to do production, you know, like, it was like the direction was all there for me. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was there for me as far as direction-wise. Like, it, 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 it was a no-brainer. Yeah it made the most sense, you know? So like I had to take advantage of that then 
But in the beginning, like I like it it it, it, it wasn't easy. I'm not gonna say that. It definitely wasn't easy, but in the beginning, like, you know, I got a lot of the the higher ships out the way mm-hmm. and to the point where my family is more understanding now and they get it, you know, what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, if I'm going on the road for long or if I'm in the studio all night, um yeah. my family understands. You know? And and it's and it's a good thing though too because when we do move around and we do get the like if we go on tour, I bring my family with me. Mm. So they can actually see you know, they can actually see the full fruits of everything that's going on and all the hard work that's being put into it. Yeah, and I, I can imagine that'd be really inspiring for you just to be able to have your family there, um, watching over and, and sort of take inspiration from that as well. Um super inspiring. Super yeah, man. Inspiring. That's crazy. Um, I was also just uh, checking out a few interviews and I, and I saw that um, you were speaking on the fact that your family when you were younger like sort of allowed you to get into music um, through having like your own studio when you were young and and just sort of being a part of music from a young age and just getting fully enthralled in that. Um, can you speak on that a bit and just like sort of the inspiration behind um, your initial music career and then obviously going from rapping to producing and that change um, in about 2014. Gotcha. Uh, well, um, I come from a music family, pretty much. Mm. A, a family of just creative people that just, you know, like... But I could tell a lot of people in my family not built on being told what to do. You know, they they like to make decisions, make the rules, be creative, and and and, and make their whatever they dream in their mind come true. Like I come yeah. from a long list of, and um, I just want to thank my uncle, my uncle Paul Gresham. He was in a band called Birthright, mm-hmm. and um, they were producing their own vinyl music. Um, my dad was their photographer for all yeah. of their pictures and stuff. So like it was. And that alone was inspiring, you mm. know. And then to be able to, then to be able to, uh, to for it to come circle. My father passes away in 2013, and I moved to Atlanta and went with Westside Gun and become a producer in 2014. Ironically, mm. you know. And I just when I just when I feel like all right, I get a fourth in a row when my father passed. I'm not sure exactly like. I'm yeah. not exactly sure what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go, how I'm feeling. Like, this is all new to me. That was a fresh feeling to me because, like, my dad was everything. Like, I had my dad in my life, my whole life. Yeah. You know, so, like, to lose my dad, like, it it, it crushed me and motivated me at the same time because I knew my dad was the type of person that just wanted to see me win yeah. no matter what. So moving to Atlanta in 2013 and then Lincolnwood West and then officially becoming a producer in 2014 when Hitler 2 drops, mm-hmm. you know, like it all, it all kind of just, it, it kind of all just happened as like a domino effect. Right. Like I didn't naturally go out and seek this. Like I wasn't trying to make this happen. Like I didn't know what was going I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I just, I just wanted to link with people that I knew, yeah. you know, like I'm in a big city that I'm not from. Um, I'm down here with my kids, mom. This is before I had my kids. Right. Um, like, we're down here just, like, I'm just down here. I'm in Atlanta. Like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what I need to do. And then 
you know, coming across on with Westside and they're hitting him up, taking a chance. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, he didn't have to pull up on me at all. He didn't have to come by and kick it. He didn't have to come by and listen to nothing. Yeah, he didn't have to check the tweets and nothing. He didn't have to do anything, but he did. Mm. He pulled up. He kicked it. You feel me? That same weekend, like me and him been modeling ever since, man. April thirty first, twenty thirteen. Me and him Damn. been modeling ever since. Literally, like yeah, that's insane. Like nonstop, like yeah, like it's and it's crazy because it's like it's like it was perfect timing. It's mm. like it was super perfect timing. Like like Wes's West situation was wide open. My situation was wide open. But he had everything I need. I had everything he needed. Yeah. At this, at the, at that point, you feel me? So like when we came together and for like you know like Voltron, we came together, and mm-hmm. it was just over from there. Like it just made the most sense because, and then I figured out, and at that time I was still a rapper when I was producing for West. When I was making right. them hit with two beats, I was still a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I was just realizing that. Uh, I was just realizing like, all right. I sat back and thought, like, if I could consistently make sure my brother got the hottest, the hottest production possible that I could yeah. give him every time, like, we're going to win. And like, I'm, I'm thinking of this because I'm like, I know we're going to win. Like, I don't know how. Like, I surprised it surprised me for how fast everything happened. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I didn't think it. I knew it was all going to happen. I knew we'd be famous. I knew we'd be on. I know we'd be where we wanted to be. Whatever you want to call it. I just didn't think it happened this fast because of the style of music we were doing. Yeah. You got to remind yourself at the time, at the time when we first started Hitler too, Young Thug was becoming the biggest thing on the earth. Yeah. You know, at that time. He was becoming the biggest rapper on the earth at that time with the I'm Stoner record. You mm. know, and um, so we were just taking our time. So we were doing stuff like, like let's grab production from Rock Mercy. You know, just stuff people wasn't thinking of. Mm-hmm. You know, we was thinking of stuff like that, like man, just like let's do A and B sides with Rock Mercy, and uh, let's get production from from uh, let's oh yeah, let's link with uh, I remember I remember before we worked with Sky Zoo, it was always man, let's type let's tap let's tap in with Sky Zoo. He yeah. can be here at A three C, so we got a perfect. That's we ain't got to pay for him to be here. He already gonna be here. All we got to do is make sure he get in the studio. Mm. You know, stuff like that. You know, so it was just a bunch of. Like, it was like getting with Wes, and then from there, it was like we just connected dots from there on. We just connected. We just kept connecting dots, and we couldn't... It was super easy. Like, having Atlanta in your backyard was super dope because it's easy to connect dots because it's like all the rappers is coming here for the Illis Hip Hop Festival, mm. which is which was A3C Music Festival. You know, every year around this time in March, everybody comes to the city. Right. You know, from... You got everybody from... At this point, you know, you got everybody from, let's say, uh, um, let's say, Guru or somebody would be there. Or let's yeah. say, uh, let's say, uh, um, DJ Premier would be there. But mm-hmm. also, uh, Lil Uzi Vert might be there. You know, it was that type of situation. Right. Like, it was weird. Like, it was like, like, you got so many outlets of hip hop involved in this festival that's right here in your backyard, all you got to do is have a ticket to get in and you can literally walk and meet. Like, Jay Electronica. I remember just meeting Jay Electronica yeah. at the A3C Festival because of the festival. Mm. Like, because we went to the festival, we linked with Jay Electronica and, and tapped in with everything from there. So, like, 
everything just made sense. You know, everything made sense then. Like hip hop, in the hip hop that we doing, it wasn't like, it wasn't big. Yeah. Like I'm not saying like, because like, you got to think, like I said, Young Thug was the hottest thing at the time. So the music that we doing wasn't really like, it wasn't, it wasn't welcome on a big scale yet. Like it was like still underground, underground mm. for real. And like it was still underground at that time, like 2013, 2014, like boom, that hip hop was like, it was like unheard of yeah. almost, you know? And sort of just like, like unheard of uh, in a way. How did it feel sort of, did you just know that it was going to work either way or was 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 there a level of um, sort of like doubt there or or you just knew that, that this style was going to blow up because it came from uh, just a creative base and it just came from like pure hip-hop but it just expanded on, on a lot of different styles? Um, was there always just right. sort of that um, knowledge that it was going to be big? Yeah, nah, I 100% always thought the music was going to be big because mm. this is what, like, some of the songs we were creating, like, in the beginning, like, in the beginning, like, our first project was Hitler 2. Yeah. You know, all them songs you hear on Hitler 2 were all songs we just were randomly creating day by day or hour by hour, actually, because we yeah. did that project and I say two days. Damn. I only say two days because cause we added an extra song the next day. That's right. the only reason why I say today. <laughs> but it really was done in a day. Yeah. You know, and, um, but like, yeah, I always knew the music was going to be big. Like I said, I just didn't think it would happen this fast because right. of what was hot at the time. What people was, was deeming as dope at the time. Yeah. You feel me? I didn't think our music would reassurge as quick as it did. Mm-hmm. But me not thinking the fact that nobody is doing this on the forefront scale yeah. made it even that much easier for us to be even that much more famous and that much more doper because nobody else on the forefront scale mm. is doing this song. And something that so I've... We run that feeling back. We were able to restore that feeling back for the people yeah. that, that, that come from that era, that, that move on that type of time, that listen to that type of boom that music still, mm. but like do it quietly. You know, it's like people was quietly listening to boom bap and lo-fi music and all that other stuff. Like, they wasn't at the forefront of it. Yeah. Like, I guess people thought it was dead at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying that nobody wasn't doing it. I'm not saying that at all, because there's a lot of great people out here that was keeping it alive. But yeah. far as, like, to go toe-in-toe with Young Thug, you needed Griselda. Mm. You needed Griselda. And Griselda, like I said, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of even OGs in this game that's able to get out here and get money again because of what we did. Just just because of what I did in my basement. Yeah. It's a lot of OGs in this game that that been around forever that you ain't even been paying attention to is back out here touring and making new music and It's crazy. You it's, know, um, like they wasn't even a lot of a lot of your big names is like you gotta think like your Nazis and yeah. all that other stuff. They wasn't even thinking about putting out music. Yeah. You know, they wasn't about to put out no projects and stuff. Like, far as I'm concerned, like I said, I feel hip-hop for what we do, for what, what we doing now, this style was dead. That's what I figured. I figured mm. it was, like like I said, I hate to use the word dead, but I, I don't want to come across as, like, you feel me, nobody was doing this shit. Like, I totally understand. Like, yeah. ain't nothing new under the sun. You know, everybody mm. is doing something. But at the same time, like I said, on the forefront in the States, to compete with that level... Like I said, how music was going at the time. I'm stoner. I'm stoner. 
opposed to what Griselda does. Yeah. You know, no hate at all, but I'm just saying at that time, you wouldn't have thought we would have did what we did with the with the type of music that was going on. Yeah. You know, at that time. And I'm just, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for us being able to take the chance to take the week to be able to move forward and actually, like, stick to our guns and not, you know, reform the music and change the music to what everybody else liked. No, we really did 100% what we wanted to do, and it worked. Yeah. And, and I it think, really worked. And I'm super proud of that. I think a lot of that to do, like, I've sort of just been studying um, Griselda and, and your career, and a lot of it comes down to just a sense of direction which you talk about and also just connection like just really being able to connect with the artists you're working with which is why it has this sort of longevity to it um and it feels like classic music it feels like something you can play in like hundreds of years and for it to be listened to um so i think that's like a something that's really stood out for me is and is connection within within the movement can you just speak on um the importance of of linking with artists and really connecting them, connecting with them uh, while you're working with them, and why that's an advantage for right. you. Uh, for for the most part, I want to say, as far as with the fans, um, where it, <clears throat> the relationship we have with the fans is more it's more on a personal level. Mm. It's like the fans is like, like I kind of get a like. I kind of get a fan's this feeling where it's like, uh, oh, he's a star. I can purchase his merch. I can purchase his vinyls. But at the same time, I know I can smoke and go kick it with him too. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So like it gives it a different, it's not like a, it's not like a, oh, I love this artist. He's dope. I could buy his vinyls. I could buy his, listen to his music and stream it. But I, I'll never see him. I'll never be able to kick it with him. I'll never be able to be around him. Mm. I never... I totally flipped that script and like, like when I come to see, like how I work, like I'm a lot of the artists that I work with, like I can almost a hundred percent of them, almost a hundred percent of the artists I work with, like I didn't have dinner with their families, mm. you know, outside of just being in the studio, making music. Like I didn't kick it with them on purpose, personal levels. Yeah. Like I know their grandmas, I know their moms. Like I, I done met, I done met, aunts and uncles and cousins like I don't you know I'm that type of person like I, I like to pull up on you and kick it with you and get a vibe mm. and how you is and, and, and what's going on because you know I'm from Buffalo I'm from Buffalo New York mm. you know I got all these beautiful cities and states around me that I don't really get to see you know without this music stuff I don't know what's going on around me so like when I get a chance to meet with other artists like I feel like to take advantage and be in these other cities Mm. And, and and really link on a personal level so it's like it's like different now so now it's like when you see me the next time it's, it's love yeah it's more love instead of just doubt or just like you know not knowing nothing like you know the love is more real it's more genuine when we mm. interact throughout the internet the conversation seems more real and then when the fans see that they attach it they attach to it even more because it's like it's like we all got the same fans but we all got like different spurts of you know where they come from that rock was. Yeah. So when I tap in with certain artists, I'm able to tap in with their fans. They're able to tap in with my fans, yeah. my supporters, and we can move back and you know. And it's just like a never ending thing. Mm. You know, like a never ending thing for me. You know, and like 
I love working. I love working more so with artists that people don't know, opposed to people like that are underground and they do know, or people that yeah. are on. You know, I like working with more artists. Like I like creating more stories than just reading them. Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense. All right, and we're back. Just making sure you can you can hear me all good, man. I can hear you, brother. Perfect. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure what happened there, but I'm glad we got it back back working, and I appreciate you coming back on. Uh, we were just. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, man. This, this weather is super bad. It might be that. Yeah, maybe it might be on my end as well. Um, anyway, we're back, which is good. Um, yeah, so we're just we're just talking about sort of the connection uh, you have, and and Griselda has to their fans, and just like a connection. Um, you have with artists uh, and I know you've mentioned a lot um, Mark Homme and just working with him and the chemistry that you two have is obviously insane um, you've worked on Pray for Haiti you've worked on um, tracks off by HBO and, and many others as well um, can you just speak on sort of the importance to you of Mark Homme and his creative uh, and musical journey um, it plays a big part. It plays a real huge big part because um, with a lot of a lot of y'all know my Tommy for rapping, you know, for making beautiful music. I know him for shooting music videos. Mm. You know, I didn't meet that. I didn't meet the music mock first. I met a whole another mock that I'm pretty sure nobody else is going to be able to witness or be introduced to ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to meet Mike at a time where um, he wasn't even really pushing music like he is now. Not even a little bit, but he was creating it. Yeah. He was creating albums. He was creating them. He was always creating the music, but he wasn't pushing it like he is now. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being in the back. I remember being in the back. Um, I remember being in the back of a truck. Um driving through New York City with my Homme. Mm. And he hands me his iPhone too with the music on it. And he just plays me the music. And I'm mm. like, yo, this is some of the illest shit I ever heard. Like, yo, this Damn. is this sounds crazy, bro. Like yeah. these vibes is just different. These textures that you touch and the color of your direction is just moving somewhere. Like this is different. Like yeah. you know, but like I'm I'm like, it's a time and a place. You know, let's play this when it's time to play this so people, you know, we can add the, the one-two to it. And then after that, that's when, um, uh, not too far after that, Fahim dropped, the guy Fahim dropped Shadows Over Nazareth, you mm-hmm. know, one of his first projects. Yep. And uh, I listened to that. I listened to that project. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? We got some of the illest, we got two of the illest motherfuckers with us. You know, like, that's Ryan with us. Damn. And they don't even, one just produces and one is shooting music videos. They're not even rapping. Yeah. So, like, I instantly did a project with Raheem. That's when we did Black Pearl. Uh, while we were shooting everything with, like, Sky Zoo. And we were doing all of that stuff for Sky Zoo. And Sky Zoo was working on his album. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Fahim were secretly working on Black Pearl. While everybody yep. else was doing that and shooting videos and having a good time, mm-hmm. me and Fahim would duck off and go work on Black Pearl. Right. And um, 
and and then having mock in a sense. Having mock in a sense was more so like I love mock because he's like a he, he was like AA Rashid uh, is now like you could talk to mock and have conversations with mock about certain things that you can't normally have with everybody else. Yeah. You know, you can talk to certain, you can talk to Mock in certain ways about certain things and life being that has nothing to do with music, mm-hmm. but like it'll resonate with you because his background, his ethnic background, and him being Haitian and just what he grew up in New and where he come from, like his words mean a lot to me, mm-hmm. you know, because I know they come from a place, you know, where of his ancestors and his DNA are people that, you know, he trusts in and he believes that, that, that gave him insight on certain things that, you know, I never be able to um, evolve in the, in the texture that he was in. Mm-hmm. You know, so for him to be able to pass some of the knowledge that he does to me, like, was a blessing because it helped me, it helped me a lot. It helped me grow as a man. It helped me grow as a person. Yeah. And then like being able to being able to master his not like master his craft of sound and to be able to develop what he likes. You know, was super inspiring for. Me. It's like, how do I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. It's like, how? It's like, how can I? It's like, it's super inspiring for me because it's like, how do I take these people that are so great and I be able to produce something for them that they like and love? Yeah, enough to be able to put on their albums, you know. So that's like super inspiring for me, man. So like, I cherish that. I cherish that. My first record with Mock, I cherish. Mm. You know, because like it's 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 it, it, I could have no music with my because Mark has got intelligent and that dope from how he picked beats and all of that. I'm just happy that he he likes he liked what I was doing, what yeah. I was creating as well at the time. You know, yeah. Because I like I said, I didn't like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing it. Mm. I'm just making it happen. Like I'm just creating. Like I don't. I, I wasn't when I when it came time to produ- production. I didn't listen to nobody else's beats. I didn't go study nobody else's production. I didn't mm. like. I don't like to get easily influenced by nobody. I Which, kind of really just did my own thing. Yeah, and that, and you, know? you can tell in just, the music. Kinda, yeah, like I kind of just focused on my own thing. Like I didn't even know who Rock Mercy was when I was producing for West. Yeah. So when he was trying, when we were trying to get Rock Mercy production. I didn't know Rock Mercy the rapper. I thought Mark Mercy. I thought Rock Mercy was a producer this whole time. <laughs> you know, I didn't wow. know none of that. Yeah. You know, I like, I like, like that's just that's just legit. You feel me? Like, and I'm not saying I don't know nothing. I just wasn't tapped in. I wasn't tapped in and no, mm. I didn't really know underground and how powerful it was. So that's what made it easier for me because it's like I don't know what these people do or what a lot of these people was known for. Yeah. I'm just coming in the game and doing me and mm. focusing on me and what I got going on. Yeah. I ain't got no results to cater to, nothing to, nothing that's going to uh, inherit anything that I got going on. I'm not influenced by nobody because I'm not listening to the music that I'm listening to. We're not creating. Mm. I'm in a, I think I'm in Atlanta too on top of that. So I'm listening, I'm listening to a whole other style of music that I'm not even doing. So yeah. I'm not even getting influenced by that because, like, I don't have an 808 in my kit at all, you mm. know, at that time. You know, so, like, I'm not, it's not, it's it, nothing moved me. It was easy for me to just fall back and make hundreds of beats all day, and, all day. And what inspired you, know? you like, outside of music uh, during that time just to be 
in the studio just working all day and, and making um, so many beats per day and, and just con- to continue to work? Like what, what kept that inspiration going and, and keeps it going to this day? Well, what really inspired me is the fact that, you know, I, I tried to escape music twice. I tried to get away from it twice. I tried one time I tried to become a paramedic. Damn. You know, and, 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 and get away from and get away from music and it comes it came right back to me. I find mm. myself in the back of a <laughs> I find myself sometimes in the back of an ambulance with with my MacBook working on you know, sending I'm sending records to Wes. <laughs> Wes is out doing stuff, making stuff happen. I'm yeah. at work with my MacBook sending sending stuff and making stuff happen for him. So like wow. the music just kept coming back. Like it kept yeah, it kept coming back like kept like this is what you need to do. So that's what inspired me to like just get on my grind and just keep creating nonstop. Mm. Like like just searching for sounds that I know that like just is just it's my way. Like I don't I don't know if anybody touched this sample or what, but I'm just doing it in my way. That just mm. it stands it out and put it out in, in a way. And then like I'm not like. I'm not like totally incoherent to like what's going on in the world. So like, I know what's what, mm-hmm. you know, I know when I hear certain samples, I can remember if an artist used that, you know, I know what was major fire sample wise. And I know what's like, what's obscure and grimy and gritty and out the way. And people were, you know, were people not normally thinking of, Yeah, you know, like I know though, I know how to decipher those two things too, because I, they, I do music. Mm. I rap, I do music. So like I know I know exactly like what I need to do. I got it in my head. But sometimes it was hard to just get it out of my head and actually bring it to life. Yeah. Because like I said, when I made when I linked with Wes, it was all so simple. Mm. Everything was simple. Like I knew it, the direction was there. I didn't have to go and produce for a million other people and then do this. So I made a whole bunch of beats for one thing off the jump. From day zero, I've been yeah. making a whole bunch of beats for one situation. It ain't like I've been making beats for all these different type of artists and then finally mm. get my break. No, I did everything from the beginning with one person. Mm. You know, I had that direction. I mastered that one thing before I decided to do anything else. Mm. I wanted to master this one thing and be really, really good at this one thing. And we yeah. did that. With the help of my boy, we did that. And speaking on, on just going outside of... Uh, music and and uh, obviously you you um are leading the art dealer uh, brand that was established in 2015. Um, you've got in the works. You've got a uh, children's book. Um, can you speak on 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 those two things separately and just sort of um, why it's important for you to to branch out? Um, it's also it's within music, but you're branching out um, beyond that. And reaching reaching further and, and and sort of taking your brand elsewhere. Exactly. I uh, see. Art Dealer is like my baby. Mm. That's like that's like my baby that I just you know cater to and 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 watch grow and nurture and feed. You know, um, Art Dealer is like Art Dealer is like my home away from home. You know, mm. it's like a teach. It's like a teacher. I, I want our dealer to become a teacher because, like, growing up. I mean, not growing up, but like going through, you know, my this music life. You know, we don't get a lot of opportunities, especially mm. being from Buffalo. You don't get a lot of opportunities. 
And on top of that, you don't get a lot of information. Yeah. You know, you don't get a lot of direction. You know, like, I know a million people that can rap, but I can guarantee you only 80% of them know about publishing. I mean, don't know about publishing. Yeah. You know, so because 20% maybe know about publishing. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 even even in that percent, it's probably ten percent of that uh, out of that don't even know how to set it up. Yeah, don't even know what to do to collect their publishing. Don't even know what sound exchange is. Don't know what a PRO is. Don't know what BMI ASCAP is. Don't even know. Mm. They just hear about it, you know. And I was one of them people. I just heard. I just hear about it. Everybody telling you like, man, this is what you need to do. This is what you should do. But ain't nobody I've been around ever did it. Right. You feel me? So like I never had that information. I never had that I never had that uh around me to be able to move forward. So mm-hmm. like I wanna be that bridge. That's what art dealer is. Like art dealer is that bridge for like an artist to come to and be able to get that information but at the same time be able to move their product, distribute their product, whether it's vinyl, CDs, cassettes, yeah, uh merch or whatever. You know, and then not at the same time not be tied down into a, a situation like a label would do. Yeah. Like, I don't want you as an artist so my going we're going to be partners. Mm. You know, I love to partner with people. I partner with you and we can partner on some distribution or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And I want to be able to be that bridge and that gap for that artist that don't normally get that attention, don't normally get that, you know, Mm. information that comes with information and be able to do what they need to be successfully and be comfortable and understand like all right you're taken care of on all avenues you got all your all your check all your check marks are checked all your boxes are checked you know yes yeah. and i like i said i didn't have that coming up yeah you know? so like our dealer our dealer allows me to be able to be like all right that's my give back mm. that's what i could do with giving back to people you know, and then what else I can I do to branch off of that? I have ideas in my mind, like different little ideas for things that I want to do or different projects that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. And uh, writing a book, writing a children's book was inspiring to me because um, one of my best friends is Stevie Johnson. He played for the Buffalo Bills, played wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Right. And like, that's my best, that's one of my best friends. And like, mm-hmm. uh, me and him, me and him, uh, me and him created a, a real good bond. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if you understand, but like through the NFL lockout, it was the one time when the NFL had a lockout where they didn't know if they was going to play again. Basically, right? Okay. You know they couldn't they couldn't come to they couldn't come to terms on contracts with the NFL PA. Mm-hmm. And we almost thought we wouldn't have NFL that year. Basically, damn. So for the whole summer, for the whole summer, I watched him write a book, write a children's book. Hmm. You know, he wrote a children's book, and me and him knocked in a studio, and we didn't know if he was going to have a job again or not. Granted, right. they figured it out, and come that September, you know, he was back on the football field. Yeah. But like, throughout that summer, I was able uh, to sit down with him and just be around and just chill and just and just see what, you know, what, op- what different opportunities to make of this. And like I said, I watched him sit and write a children's book. You know, mm. so I'm like, that was super inspiring to me because it's like, a football player just read an inspiring story about how he came from a bad neighborhood and, and became a football player and yeah. the average kid could read that and fall in love with this story. So like that made it more inspiring for me because I'm like my story is kind of similar minus the football 
I just replace it with music. Like I come mm. from the same bad neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I come from the same bad situations. I come from the same growth. I same I come from the same history, the same cloth. You know, just I started doing music and I'm actually working with people that I love, that I wanna be around. I don't you know, like that story is inspiring. So like yeah. for a kid that wants to be a producer, you know, for the it's very niche. I know that's very niche. But like for the kids that love music and want to grow up and be a producer and can actually pick up this book and see like, oh, it's a little black boy in this book that looks just like me, mm. you know? And like, I, he's telling a story that I, I, I could resonate with, like that hits home. Yeah. That hits, that hits home to me, you know, because that's stuff that I would want to read. And then like another thing too, um, in the story, I named the character after my son. Damn. after my son King mm. and I did that because I did that as well too because I noticed a year ago uh, like my son was struggling with reading yep. you know and it, and it's not like he doesn't know how to read it's just the fact that he just don't want to do it Right. that's what I'm that's what I'm figuring out a lot of stuff he just don't want to do like he can be too advanced or too you know yeah. too good for it you know mm -hmm. so like now I can with a story that he can read it has his name in it it's after him now he wants to read it mm. now he wants to be engaged in reading it and actually learn the words and actually learn you know chapters and what paragraphs is and all that other stuff like he actually want to be in tune because it's like he's in a book he's yeah. reading a story about himself almost you know mm. so that that was another level of the inspiration that inspired me to be able to take that level as well because I know it can be a teaching moment for my son, but yeah. also it'll be an inspiring moment for all kids that want to live this dream as well. Man, that's that's really beautiful that that you're able to sort of um, give back in that way and and, and know that, that um, this book could really affect a lot of people um, really positively. Exactly. Um, and I've, exactly. I've heard from your interviews, like, that seems to be a big part of, the inspiration behind you making music and, and um, sort of the platform that you have being able to bring artists up, being able to um, uplift people from, uh, from Buffalo and around the world. Um, so that's just yep. a testament, man, like that. That's, that's really crazy to hear. And, and I haven't heard anything like that before. Um, and I hope it, I hope it gets published and I hope, because I know, I know a lot of people out in Australia who would be, it would be really keen to buy it and, and all over the world and you know so that's pretty cool man nice nice yeah no it, it, it'll be it'll be physically uh brought to life real soon mm. real soon uh just in terms soon, of but it's officially done everything is officially done the story is done the, yeah the cover's done the everything the illustrations everything is done it just wow. needs to be brought to life it's at that point now we're seeing to bring it to life and I'm just uh um, I'm in no rush. Mm. I'm in no rush to really, cause I, 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 I'm just now getting out of vacation mode and getting back into the field of making music and going crazy again now. Yeah. Cause I've just been with family, just, just tucked away with the family since mm -hmm. Christmas pretty much. Right. And like now, now we're getting back in, all right, now we're out of first quarter, going into second quarter and it's time to get the ball rolling. Mm. Pretty much. Um, just on that, uh, can you speak on uh, some things you've got uh, working at the moment and, and uh, for the future in, in 2023 and onwards? Um, I know you've got a uh, something in the works with the wrestler um, MVP. Um, 
obviously you you're constantly uh working and and um I'm sure there's a lot going on and before you mentioned that you just came from um being in the studio working on Westside Guns new project so can you just speak on on some things that are coming up uh this year for you um gang a bunch of new music uh uh you're right about all of that uh everything you said uh working mm-hmm. on west new uh music uh we're working on s day night new project mm-hmm. uh we uh, got a new project with Vic spencer mm-hmm. um we got a new project with um uh oh man who else we're tapping it. i remixed three two seven we got a three two seven remix coming out real soon. I saw that um, on the um, on the Instagram. I think it was the Bobby was it the Bobby Caldwell sample. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 With the Bobby Caldwell sample, and um, our MVP situation, which is going to be dope because it's really going to bridge the game with hip hop and wrestling. With that one, mm. that one is really going to bridge that bridge that gap for sure. Uh, yep. With that situation. And um, I got a bunch of vibes, man. I got a bunch of vibes coming, man, for sure. This year is going to be real, a real inspiring year for music producers. Mm. Not going to lie, I got a lot of dope. I got a lot of dope situations in the works that are going to um, that are going to shine bright this year for sure. It's going to be beautiful. Damn, that's exciting stuff, man. I'm really looking forward to to all of that stuff coming out and. Um yeah, I feel like just so far this year, there's there's been an emphasis on on producers. Um, you've got like you know the the new song "Slipping Into Darkness" with Alchemist and Hip Boy, and um, I feel like producers and um, are really coming into the light. And I feel like that is testament uh, to the movement that Griselda's been making and um, artists such as yourself. Um, so yeah, man, that's that's exciting to hear. Oh yeah, me and me, yeah. First producers, me and Saddle Gold got a project together as well. Damn, that's that's pretty much that's on its way. I wanted that out by my birthday, which was March twenty third. I wanted to put that out on my birthday, but um, uh, we didn't get samples cleared on time, so Mm -hmm. we just we just uh, had to fall back just a couple more days. But other than that, that's that's coming soon though. Me and Saddle Gold is coming real soon. Mm -hmm. Behind the world with that. Yeah, by the way, we've been we've been working on that. Me and Saddle Gold been working since uh since uh Prey for Haiti. Damn. We've been working on this. So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah man. Vibe. It's gonna be a good vibe. I was gonna say as well, um cool. I know I know it was your birthday a couple of days ago, so happy birthday from from Sydney, Australia. Um, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Um We'll wrap this one up soon. I, I just want to say uh, this means so much um, for you to take the time out. I know it's it's early in the morning for you, and, and I just appreciate um, the lengths you've gone to to, to reshare our stuff and um, and just sort of be up for the interview. So it really means a lot. No, it means a lot to me, man, that Sydney, Australia wanted to tap in with Camouflage Month. Of course, like, I mean, man. A lot, like relationships like that, like I, I cherish. Mm. It's down the road, man. Like I'm coming to Australia soon, you know. Damn. And I want to tap in and I want to work with you on a more personal level, like you know, like one on one, personal. You know, 100%, like man. it ain't just 
over the phone no more. You know, now we yeah. can build a, a, a regular growing relationship because mm. I know Australia has a lot to offer. I know Australia has a lot to offer for us for hip hop, man. Yeah, and I want to be able to bridge that gap between the states and Australia. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. There's 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 a real wave coming out of Australia. Um, a lot of artists um coming out now and and really like matching it with with US stuff and and it's exciting, man. So that means a lot that um. You gotta send me some links to some of the dope rappers out of Australia. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's quite a few, and I'll um I'll send them through. Um, if yeah. any Australian rappers are listening, let's lock in. Mm. Let's lock in in Australia, please. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely um send you some links links through and get you in touch with some artists that I'm um that I really I like. Question the for you though. Yo. Outside of the music. Mm-hmm. So those spiders that I keep seeing on the internet <laughs> is that real? Uh, <laughs> I had to ask, man. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there is there are quite a few spiders here. Um, but like I don't know, people think that all Australians are like not scared at all by like any like insects and shit but like i'm fucking terrified of spiders and all that and and snakes and <laughs> like you know it's I hear you, man. in summertime you gotta you gotta be careful like especially if you're out of the sydney area or like you're in in the bush or um you know you don't want to run into like a to a brown snake or a um any spider man you got you gotta be careful but You'll see when you need to do so. Yeah, man, like hundred percent. Like oh wow, man. There's especially like like snakes and um, one side of my family comes from um, out west um, in the country, and and just so many stories of like you know my dad climbing up um, a river bank and putting his hand on a brown snake, which is a really deadly snake, and and just stuff like that. Like it's pretty common out there, you know. Um. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. I had to ask. I had yeah, to yeah, ask. yeah. I see it a lot. Like, <laughs> I'm a real adventurous person. Like, I like, I like going out and just seeing this. You know, like I said, when I was in Phoenix, I was in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I explored everything outside of city life. Like, I wanted to really experience, you know, the desert and yeah. see what it is and see what. And I would love to do the same with Australia. I just know how crazy it is as far as with. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a different world out here. Yeah. yeah, I mean you've you've got you know yeah, Sydney is like a huge city, but then outside of that, there's just most of Australia is just unoccupied. So you know, man, it's it's gotcha. crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, man. man but I'm um, definitely appreciation. Yeah, I appreciate you too, definitely and and it, appreciation. and it means a lot. Um, once again, and. You know, hopefully, if you come out to Australia or or whatever, if I'm if I'm out, um, I'm going out to New York um, in June. Like, I'd love to catch up. So, um, yeah, man. Oh, for sure, tap in, man. Tap mm-hmm. in, man, for sure. Whenever you're out this way, let me know, man. We're not on tour. We're around, man. We definitely can can tap in and link for sure. Don't, man. Yeah. All right. We'll um we'll cut it there and um yeah, Sydney, Australia. That this is a camouflage monk, and, and it's an absolute privilege. All right, hey, man. Once again, Sydney, Australia, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank mm. you for listening. I hope this interview inspires 
you know, the next generation of hip hop to to want to go and take theirs and go crazy with it. Yep. Uh, man, I love y'all so much, man. Thank you. All right, bro. Thanks, man. Right, Appreciate buddy. it. Thanks for tuning into this episode. For more hip hop content, follow our Instagram and check out our YouTube channel.